You're listening to Pombo and Peter's Picks, the home of your favorite sports betting podcast, presented by The Daily Goat. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pombo and Peter's Picks. I'm Jason Pombo, joined as always by Peter Alves. Peter, how are we doing today? Happy spring. Happy spring. Happy almost last day of March. Yes, and happy baseball season. Happy baseball season, yeah. I'm opening day was yesterday. Spoiler alert. I don't even know who the Red Sox are facing yesterday. Baltimore, right? Baltimore. Oh, nice. That's uh already a loss on Wednesday. That's good. I don't think I'm wrong, but I think it's Baltimore. Uh right? that sounds about right. That sounds yeah. right to you. They are all at one. I mean yes, Baltimore. I think like the last three years, opening day got rained out. So yeah. Oh, nice. Tomorrow is going to be nice and sunny. I don't know if they're playing in Boston or not. I believe they are. But that's okay. So that's a loss, but that's okay. Peter has already made his declaration Red Sox under 78 wins, right? I I will do that after this podcast, yes. Ooh, putting his money where his ticket is. And you can't talk about anything, Matt. Where are you right now? Oh, I'm going to go to Seattle. I can't make a graphic. (laughs) Happy Monday at 7 a.m. when you get a text from Matt Cunha that you can't do the graphic this week because he's in Seattle. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to call him at like 6 o'clock our time in the morning, and it's going to be like 3 a.m. He might be up. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully Matt is uh, enjoying his uh, his. Yeah, his in all seriousness, invo- uh, enjoy the Kraken game. The, the Kraken are amazing. You know what's ironic, Peter? I, again, so a little bit of a sneak peek here. We told you we were going to have TJ Albin on later in the show. Um, to talk about WrestleMania, he will be there. It's in California. Uh, Matt will be in Seattle. So look, oh, so like, you're close. TJ, so I'm gonna have to ask TJ. Like he's gonna make that drive. No, I don't. I don't believe he is. I think he. I think he looked it up and he he did. Ah, I think that was it. I don't think he's gonna make the make the drive. But yeah, look at that, Peter. Two of our guys on the West Coast. Me and you are just go. hanging out here east. But again, TJ of Cheap Talk Wrestling will be on later. Uh, he's gonna predict WrestleMania. Give us a little bit of a preview of it. We're going to talk about some of the betting betting lines for it. That'll be fun. And yeah. But Peter, of course, of course, Peter. We took a couple weeks off from NFL talk. We had to bring it one back. Week, one week. One week. And you thought it was going to be two. Okay. I did. I did. did. I didn't you think did. it was that important. But that's all right. So look, we we have a couple things to hit on. Uh, first and foremost, Lamar Jackson, who uh, he's probably the, what do you want to say, the most talked about player. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially, player. especially now, yeah. Especially now, uh, so Lamar Jackson, who formally um, tweeted out on Monday that he has requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. He said he asked for a trade on March 2nd, and I believe the Ravens placed that non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar on March 7th. So does that necessarily change Lamar Jackson in his future? There's been some conflicting reports. There was a report, I believe it was from Pro Football Talk, that it was as late of as late as last week that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were negotiating a contract. So it's really uncertain about where his future is, but I, I think Lamar Jackson's initial tweet that kind of informed the fans and the 31 other teams, in the NFL league that he requested a trade was done on purpose. It was just as John Harbaugh was getting to the microphone uh, for the owners meetings uh, this past uh, Tuesday. Uh, I think Monday, I should say. So uh, yeah. What do you think about Lamar Jackson, Peter? 
I know a lot of people are speculating that the Patriots could be in on him because Meek Mill texts Kraft that Lamar Jackson wants to be here. Oh, yeah, Meek Mill. Meek Mill, Peter, do you like his music? I do, I do. do? Yeah, you know what, I do too. So, Peter, we're going to play the game that Lamar Jackson is not going to be with the Ravens come next season. Where do you think he ends up? I have a question for you, the transition tag or whatever, the non-exclusive franchise tag. So, like, he has to sign that. Or what happens when he doesn't sign that? Because I, I don't think the Ravens have any leverage anymore. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're not going to give him two first-round pick. Well, maybe. I mean, so it, it comes yeah comes down to this. If he signs the franchise tag and he gets paid, I believe, $32 million, and he can report to Ra- the Ravens training camp, OTAs, all that stuff in the spring and the summer. If he does not sign it, like uh, the theory that you just said, uh, he won't report to the team. He's still a member of the organization, but he is. It's just simply as a, like a player holding out sort of thing. He has until week ten to sign it to get paid. Um, the Ravens can also um, trade his rights, like you just said, for the two first round picks. But uh, if Lamar Jackson is dead set on leaving, and the Ravens find a, a suitor, uh, they can work out a different offer that might not necessarily be the two first round picks, um, but. It's unclear about what they would want. Like you said, the Ravens don't necessarily have any leverage. Uh, they have the right to match any potential offer. Uh, the Ravens president and owner uh, spoke highly of Lamar Jackson at the owner's meeting, said they expect him to be there week one. They expect him to be the quarterback of the future. Lamar Jackson has done everything publicly to kind of dismay that, and he clearly wants out. So, yeah, if that answers your question. Oh, all right. So if they, they can just make another trade. He's definitely going to get traded then. I don't think they're going to get two first-round picks, even though they should. Lamar Jackson, MVP, obviously. What is he, like 25? 26, yeah. So if I was like, I don't know, the Falcons or something, obviously on the pick, maybe even the Colts. I don't know where they are in the draft. Like four Number four. Yep. They're going to pick Will Levis. So I think Lamar Jackson is going to be better than him. So if you're the Colts or the Falcons, not the Panthers or who's that two? Like, oh, the Who's Texans. Houston? Not, yeah, not not Houston. I, I would get Lamar Jackson, even like the Patriots. It's never ever gonna happen. Yeah, I, I just like I, the Buster Balls, but like that's do. never gonna happen. Look, Lamar Jackson to the Patriots thing. It's clearly he's clearly an upgrade over Mac Jones right now. I think everybody understands well, that. I'm proud he's, of you for admitting that. He, look, look, I'm not the biggest Lamar Jackson guy. Uh, I I think he has his flaws. I have some concerns about his durability and that sort of thing. But are the Patriots going to willing? Are Patriots willing to give him two hundred million dollars guaranteed? Give up assets to get him? I don't necessarily believe that. I, I don't. I really think there's a one percent chance of that happening. I, I really think it's a pipe dream. I don't believe that's going to happen at all. Uh, I agree with you though. I think the Colts are an interesting destination. I think they make the most sense. Colts general manager Chris Ballard talked at the owners' meeting how Lamar Jackson's a tremendous player. How they would do their due diligence on him because he's such an electric talent. And it makes sense for the Colts. Uh, you look at how that offense is. They brought in Shane Steichen to be their head coach, formerly of the Eagles, or the offensive coordinator. Uh, and look, that offense right now, Jonathan Taylor, great back. They have some tight ends, um, limited skill position players. They have a good offensive line. I do think Lamar Jackson would flourish there. Oh, you don't you don't like Alec Pierce? Uh, you're, you're amazing. Well, I when you look at Lamar receiver, Jackson, whatever his name is, and then uh, Michael Pittman. McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, true. When you look at Lamar Jackson, what he's been thrown to the last couple of years, I think Michael Pittman might be the best receiver he's ever thrown to. Like, I don't really think that's a stretch because I think I know, like better Devin than Hollywood, and uh, Hollywood Brown, Deshaun Jackson. From the yeah. Day. So well, in Mark the Colts, Andrews, but... in market, yeah, Andrews is better, but he's a tight end. 
And the Colts pick at four, so they're not going to get the best quarterback, right? They're not going to get the second best quarterback, and they might not even get the third best quarterback in the class. So instead of settling for that fourth quarterback of the class, oh, they'll get the th- they'll get the third car. What... Ah, can't wait for car. Can't it's wait. That's true. true. But I think car. it makes a lot of sense for the Colts. I do. I think Jim Irsay he's shown the ability to make big splashes, um, and I think he'll ultimately try to do this. And I think that I think Colts would be where my money would currently stand. The Washington Commanders are another team I've kind of talked about. I thought it made a lot of sense, but Ron Rivera kind of crapped on that at the owner's meeting, and he was like, we're comfortable with Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. And, like, I don't know. I, I was surprised that he went very – he kind of denied that the Commanders would have any interest. So that, to me, was a little bit of a surprise. I would say the Colts, number one. I think the Falcons will still be in the conversation. Well, they have Desmond Riddler, right? Yeah, yeah Desmond Riddler, a former, former a third-round pick of last year's draft, but we don't really know what he is. Uh, and I'll throw a little bit of a wild card here, Peter, for fun. The Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel. Uh, you can't really count them out. Moving Tannehill's contract might be a little difficult, but look, you have a great back in Derrick Henry. Um, if they can add some more talent in the draft, I could see Lamar Jackson fitting there. So I, those would be the three destinations that I would kind of say. Again, I think the Patriots are a 1% chance. And the Dolphins because Tua sucks and they need a quarterback. Matt, you're just fair warning, you're gonna get roasted throughout this whole episode. Because he's in Seattle. Not even just because he's in Seattle, but I, I beef with him out later. Yeah. As crazy as it sounds, Peter, I think there's a 0.5% chance Lamar gets moved to Miami. So I think there's oh, a greater yeah, yeah. chance. That's, that's I think there's a better chance he's a Patriot than he's a Dolphin. That's not saying much. He will get moved, though. I think he is. I think it's everything is trending towards that direction. Speaking of quarterback movement, Peter. We thought Aaron Rodgers was going to get moved. We've been kind of waiting for like a month at this point, and the trade for Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets has not yet been completed. Uh, reports have surfaced that it kind of could end up being two second-round picks, but the second-round picks could turn into first-round picks based on incentives, and I think that's ultimately what the best decision is for the Packers and the Jets. For example, it's a second-round pick unless the Jets make it to the AFC title game, then it becomes a first, something like that. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, and I think the Jets are a little bit worried about giving up future assets if Aaron Rodgers is only going to play for one year, which I think he might end up only playing one year. So you're kind of putting everything in the kitchen sink for this season. And if he plays for one year, I think I don't think they want to be out without two first-round picks. You know what I mean? And Aaron Rodgers is going to be 40 years old soon, so giving up two first-round picks is something the Jets don't want to do. Uh, yeah, I think it's ultimately going to be two second-round picks that could end up being a first-round pick if the Jets... Make the I get I'm, I just made that part up or maybe it's he makes the Pro Bowl or he's first team All Pro or he throws for thirty five touchdowns something like that. So yeah, I mean two weeks ago or whenever that I mean he I think he's still a top five quarterback. I'd give him the second round pick next year or like this year because the Jets weren't that bad, and then the first round pick the year after because mm-hmm. if you ever enter Rodgers, I think he'll make the playoffs no matter what, and then that's a, obviously bottom sixteen draft pick. I mean, you yeah. got Alan Lazard there. You got Will and Nathaniel Hackett over there. You're going to have Odell soon. Yeah, you'll have Odell soon. You'll probably get uh, Randall Cobb. Yeah, so, of course. I mean, it's all but imminent. I thought Elijah Moore was going to go there too, but he got traded to the Browns because yep. he didn't want to be there at all. But Yep. I mean, it's only a matter of time. Maybe he's another doctor in the street with Dylan, and he's maybe uh, reading a book. Apparently he can do that. But in all say. seriousness, he he will get traded. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny that Andy Reid didn't even know who Jordan Love was. 
Yeah, I know, right? Jesus, Andy Reid, get get with it, man. I understand that Jordan Love hasn't really been on the field much, but he's a four he's a four year pro now. You gotta you gotta know. I agree with you though. I do think Rodgers is ultimately going to get moved, but wouldn't it be something if he kind of if the trade talk sort of fell apart and none of this happened? I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, but I feel like he doesn't want to be there. Obviously, the Packers don't want him anymore. But here's the thing with the Packers, because it's like worse than Favre. The, the well, thing with the Packers. I don't know if it's worse than Favre's, the Favre situation, but with the Packers, they don't have to move him. I mean, the only, the le- the Jets' leverage against the Packers is, okay, Packers, fine, you don't want to trade him, you have to then pay him $50 million, good luck. But if you're the Packers, you go, okay, Rodgers, Jordan loves our guy, and maybe it forces Rodgers to retire sort of thing. I don't think it's going to come down to that, though. Like I said, I think the trade is going to be done. I think it'll be done by the draft. If it's not done by the draft, Peter, it ain't happening. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, if really? It I, I th- Maybe. I mean, like, the Falcons might not like the quarterback, or, like, the Jets are going to be like, I mean, uh, Robert Sala said that, like, Zach Wilson's their number two. He's not gonna I'm just saying, that. if we're sitting here April 28th, April, what, what, I don't even know, what days is released in April? There's not even 30 days in April. If we're sitting here on my birthday in May 1st, right, Peter? We're sitting there's, here May 1st. There's 30 days. There's 30 in April. Whatever. We're going to round up May 1st. If we're going to sit here May 1st, Week before the NFL draft, and Aaron Rodgers is still a member of the Green Bay Packers, something went severely wrong, because that would mean that Rodgers is going to miss the upcoming OTAs, the passing camps, that sort of thing. And when you're a first-year quarterback on a new team, I think being at that sort of stuff is imminent. I understand he has a prior relationship with guys like Alan Lazard, um, and that sort of stuff, and that, and that sort of thing. But still, you need to in- integrate yourself in the offense. You need to get some chemistry with some of the younger guys like running back Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson receiver. And if he's not there, that could ultimately uh, hinge the Jets in the future. But I do think the trade is going to be done within the next two weeks. And maybe by the next time we record, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last but not least, Peter, the last NFL topic I'll torture you with is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who is clearly on the trade block of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and the Cardinals granted him permission to talk to the other teams. Uh, so it allows Hopkins to finally gauge his own market, figure out what he wants to make in terms of salary and that sort of thing. Uh, it looked like the Bills were the favorite last week to land Hopkins, but there was a report earlier this week that the Bills might be out on Hopkins. So uh, if you're Hopkins, where do you want to go? I mean, I think you want a ring, obviously. So maybe go ring chasing. Patriots is a great fit, but I don't think that'll happen. I think it would have happened like two weeks ago if that would have happened. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I mean, the Titans are good. Colts are good. Jaguars are amazing. I don't really. Who needs like a receiver that's like. I would. So I would think if the Ravens can patch things up with Lamar Jackson, which seems unlikely at this point, Hopkins would be a fit there. Uh, I do think the Bills aren't out of it yet, despite the fact that they people might consider them to be out. I think they'd be the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, I think they're sort of like a sleeping giant in this whole situation. They've lost some receivers. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, yeah, MVS. Hardman, yeah, uh, so Frankel, like, yeah, yeah. So I think they are in the market for a receiver. I think they're a sleeping giant for guys like Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins. I think they're gonna else. draft somebody though. So. Yeah, they might. I could see that, but I, I think adding a veteran could also be in the cards there. Trying to think of other potential fits. I think the Patriots would be a great fit, but the money would have to be right, uh, and I don't know if it'll be right. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who's good in the NFC. Like, the NFC sucks, so. 
I thought Dallas was a great fit, but they acquired Brandon Cooks. So I yeah. think you could pretty much take them out of the equation. I think Hopkins and Dallas would have been a great complimentary piece to CD Lamb. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't think Hopkins has a market that the Cardinals anticipated. The Cardinals were reportedly looking for a Christian McCaffrey type return, which is like a second pick, a second round pick, third round pick, fourth round pick. And the 32 year old receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, who's coming off a PED suspension, is not going to cut for that. And I think Hopkins is going to get moved for like a third. It's going to be something like that. It's going to come down to the money, not the draft compensation. I'm sure there's a third. Yeah. I think it's going to be worth the name of Johnson. It is. It's going to, you're going to see it. And then everyone's going to be like, whoa, why did the Patriots do that? Like, you get ready for that. Uh, but the reason well, the third round pick, the Patriots do that like every day of the week. Abs- absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure there's a half a dozen teams that have offered a third round pick or whatever it is. But it's going to come down to the money. Who's got, who is Hopkins? Who does Hopkins want to play for? And what is his salary going to look like? Is he want to take a haircut instead of making 19 million? He makes 14 million, or does he want to stay at that 19 million dollar number? Does he want to be a number one receiver? Does he want to be a complimentary piece? So a lot of it feels like it's up in the air with Hopkins at the moment. Um, again, if he wants that ring sort of thing, the Kansas City Chiefs make a ton of sense. He wants sort of to get paid and kind of just see where things go. I think the Detroit Lions are an interesting fit. I'm not saying the Lions can't win, but I think they are could be in need of a receiver. That would be an interesting way to uh, up their offense. Could the Giants be in on it? The Giants have been rumored to be in on Odell Beckham. Maybe they'd be in on Hopkins as well. Um, so, I, I again... Very interesting to see how this sort of plays out with Hopkins. Yeah, for sure. All right. Hope we go to the Patriots. Oh, I would absolutely love Hopkins with the Patriots, Peter. I would be very happy. But I think Jerry Judy is a more likely outcome, which I'm okay with. I like Jerry Judy. I, I know like Jerry Judy. His NFL production has been, compared to his draft position, hasn't necessarily lived up to the hype yet. But I do think he's 24 years old. He has a ton of room to grow. That would be the guy that I think the Patriots would be more willing to uh, acquire. All right, I'll stop torturing you with NFL stuff, Peter. Let's talk some March Madness. It's been a great tournament, Peter, and I was going to lead off the show with this, but I'll, I'll play it Has it, it though? Now. Has it, though? I have I have so much gripe. Like, listen, Creighton got screwed. You're going to win our March Madness bracket. No, I'm not, because UConn's going to win. No, no, I'm not. No, I think not. you have a shot. It's, it's you or Matt, No, right? it's me and Matt. Matt, you suck. I hope UConn loses on, what is that, Saturday? Saturday. If he wins. He wins the March Madness bracket. If he doesn't, obviously I win. Creighton got screwed. Point three seconds. That was a foul. I know you don't. Is, call it, it. is it coming down to you two? Yeah, it is. I, I no no other possibilities, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's another gripe of Matt. Matt, you suck. Why do you pick UConn? UConn's Ivan in New England. Big fan. Speaking well, of speaking of Peter, I'm gonna interrupt you. Speaking of UConn. So, of course, we love having Dylan Sariva on Cheap Talk Wrestling. And, you know, he he has a little bit of a joke. Uh, he was making he was mocking Matt that he picked UConn. He goes, if UConn wins, this is before the tournament. He's like, if UConn wins, I'll, I'll be a Washington Nationals fan. Oh, in <laughs> all seriousness. Oh, you suck, Dylan. In all yeah. seriousness, like, it, it's shaping up for UConn to win the whole thing. Yeah, I know, right? I'm saying Poor that Dylan. just because I don't want him to win the bracket. But, like, I think UConn might win. I do, too. So, so yeah, UConn obviously blew out Gonzaga. Holy crap! I know right? that ticket. Crane got screwed. As we sit here, Peter, right? The final four is officially established. We're gonna pick both games. Of course, why not? Um, first matchup: nine seed FAU, five seed San Diego State, and the second matchup is the five seed Miami Hurricanes, who 
came back against Texas in the second half in that great game. It's the four seed UConn Huskies. Shout out, Matt. All right, Peter. Who are you going to pick? FAU, San Diego State. Who do you like and why? So I like FAU uh, plus two for San Diego State. That's not even just because San Diego State got a hand of that win. But, I I mean, they, they got back versus Kansas. Uh, they got back versus Tennessee. I, I don't think San Diego State played a lot of good defense versus Creighton. And I, I think, like, obviously this is the first time, even in the uh, Elite Eight, there's no one seeds. I think it's going to get absolutely crazy and just balls to the wall. This has been the craziest March Madness we've had in a lot. In I felt bad time. for you when Alabama was lost. Dude, I know. I felt bad for myself, right? Yeah. I was just like, uh. I felt bad for Dylan, too. I kind of bullied him, too. Uh... You did? Yeah. You, you, you've been bullying him often. What's your, what's your gripe with him? He said uh, he's going to read in the darkness retreat. I don't know. Jeez, after that, that was it, huh? Unfortunate. I love you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> we love you, Dylan. I'm going to go different, Peter. I'm going to take San Diego State minus two. I'm going chalk here. I do think FAU. Who look, I did. I thought I had FAU losing in the first round. To be honest with you, I did. I I thought they were going to get bounced, but they had an impressive victory against Kansas State. That was the one that really caught my attention. Of course, they beat Tennessee, who's another good team, uh, and they ended up uh, Fair Dickinson's Cinderella story before it even started. But I'm taking San Diego State here. I understand you had some questions about the defense, but I think they defended Alabama really well, and if they can get back to that level against FAU, I like them to win this game. I'm taking San Diego State minus two. All right. Oh, Peter, this will be a fun pick. I'm very curious if you're going to go with your heart here or you're going to go with your brain. Or you'll, This is going to be interesting. Uh, Miami, UConn. Miami, of course, the five seed. UConn is the four seed. UConn Huskies enter as five and a half point favorites. Who do you like? So, like, this is uh, brain me going. All right. UConn minus five. I think they're going to win the whole tournament. There you go, Matt. You're going to win 100 bucks. But I am going to bet on UConn for the real money. If the UConn loses, I mean, just like I, I win more, uh, some money. Oh, so you're if hedging Miami, yourself. What? You're hedging yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah he- hedge. If you know, you know. I mean, Suns versus Bucks. <laughs> uh, they blew out Gonzaga. It wasn't, even a, it wasn't even a game. I turned off after halftime. Miami had that good story versus Texas. They came back from 17 down. But I don't think you can do that with UConn. They got two good bigs. They have a point guard that can do anything. I think it's UConn's year. You know, it's maybe like 2014. I, I saw a stat like if they win, they have more than like Duke, UNC, like everybody in the last ten years it, or something. It feels like UConn is very reminiscent of uh, like the New York Giants. You know, like whenever they're in the playoffs, like they just go to the Super Bowl and win. Like that's how it feels like with UConn. They've had some down years, but when they get in the tournament, man, they make some noise. Um. For me, I'm going to agree with you, Peter. I'm going to take UConn minus five and a half, which will clinch a victory for Matt. Uh, and I think the Huskies are the best team remaining in this tournament. I do. I understand Miami is another team that I also picked to lose in the first round. Wrong again. Oh, but they were very impressive against Houston and Texas. But I think their magic runs out. UConn is rolling right now. Like you just said, destroyed Gonzaga winning that game 82 to 54. And Gonzaga is not a young team. They have veterans on that team, guys that have been there, done that. And they just completely outplayed them on both ends of the court. And look, UConn, their last three games, Peter, oh, last four games, 87 points scored, 70 points scored, 88 points scored, 82 points scored. UConn can score. I'd probably take the over in this as well. I believe that total is at a buck 49 and a half. I would take the over on that. Um, but I'm liking UConn to win outright minus five and a half. So I like UConn, San Diego State is my final. And you're going FAU, UConn. 
Yeah, like they blew out Iona by 24 points. They blew out St. Mary's by 15 points. They blew out Arkansas, 13 points. Gonzaga, 26 points. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even think they had a challenge yet. So, Yeah, we'll see how this goes. It's been a great Final Four. I shouldn't say that. It's been a great NCAA tournament. Which It has, it has though. A great Final Four and... Yeah, I've been all in on this tournament. It's absolutely been worth it, but you ready to switch gears here? Oh, yeah. All right, Peter. So as we said, to start off the show, we're going to bring on TJ of Cheap Talk Wrestling. I think he's been on before, right? Probably yeah. last year at this point. Yeah. This is this is like our third year doing this. Okay, so I, yeah. I swear we've done this. Like This is our third time. All right, yeah, I thought so. Well, sometimes I forget, but welcome. You're getting old, Jay. That's why. Yeah. Just... getting old. I know I'm the oldest one in the room right now, but I just look at. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. If anyone's seen him, we already know that. Listen, hey, it's all right. but like I think we said it last week, Peter, or maybe the week before, TJ is going to his another WrestleMania. It's now your fourth, four, um, fourth overall, third year in a row doing it. So where have you been? Let's give us a little bit of a synopsis. So I did twenty nine. I was at WrestleMania 29 in New York. Main event was John Cena versus The Rock 2. Um, really good crowd at MetLife. Um, my second was at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Main event um, for that one overall was Roman in the triple threat against uh, Daniel Bryan and Edge. And then last year, uh, overall main event in Dallas, uh, Roman versus uh, Brock Lesnar in what was supposed to be the uh, the biggest WrestleMania matchup of all time which lasted uh, 10 minutes due to injury, but it's what it is. Still worth the price of admission. Sure, didn't like somebody, somebody got hurt though. Yeah, Roman popped his shoulder. Yeah. Roman popped his shoulder, bro. So which one was your favorite? Uh, 29, the stock close. The next one. Oh, good always answer. One. Good answer. That's a great always answer. The next one. Which well, one was your least favorite? Um, 31. The next one. Well, are you are you talking about are you talking about like what I've watched live? Or are you talking about like overall what I've no? Like, where have you been? No, where, where have you? Been? Yeah, where have you where, been? Where have I been? This um, could include the city. This could include Tampa. It's not whatever. Far. Probably different. I'll say Tampa. That's got to be Tampa. Tamp- Tamp- the reason I'll say Tampa is because I was sick during that entire trip. <laughs> oh, COVID. Ooh. No, it wasn't. No, so surprisingly, it wasn't COVID. Yeah. It was strep. I think it was strep. Ooh. I woke up one morning not feeling that great, not feeling that hot. I'll steal someone's word over here. Uh, I wasn't feeling that hot. So I had to, I went 10 days and like day two or three, I woke up with the weirdest headache and just my my throat was killing me. You survived, was, right? You oh, I survived. Oh, well, I survived on a bunch of Advil on that entire trip. And that was but the was COVID fun. year, right? That was the COVID that year? That was the COVID year, yeah. So funny part about that trip is that I was also in class doing everything remotely. So one of my classes was a Portuguese class and he was the only one that was like, you have to be in a Zoom meeting. So I'm like, okay. So I was on a Zoom call as I'm driving to Orlando. And he's like, TJ, can you uh, can you come on camera, please? So I go on camera and I have this screen recording saved. I go on camera and he goes, TJ, uh, why, why do you look distracted? I'm like, well, I'm driving a major highway in Orlando right now as we speak. So I appreciate it. If you- if it's okay, can I turn off my mic and turn off my mic? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pay attention, pay attention. I'm like, okay, good. 
<laughs> for the rest of that week, I didn't go on camp. It was the best that part. Year, that that year was a blur. But year was a blur. It was fun. It was a yeah. lot of fun though. I'm glad. Best but, t-shirt I ever got too. COVID tour 2020. Everybody still hates that t-shirt in my family. Even my ex. Interesting. Hates that t-shirt. A lot of insight here. Interesting. <laughs> well, man, I never come on. I never talk to you. Let's be real. We never talk, Jay. We never talk. We, when was the last time I saw you? <sighs> a couple hours ago. Exactly. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Even for Peter, it's been a long while for Peter. Yeah. Peter, I, 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 Peter, I still have your Christmas gift. I do too. We can exchange that soon. Peter, I still have my picture frame that I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I picked you up and I had it ready to go, and you didn't take it out it's of the cup. Not personal. That's not personal. Oh, it was personal, Peter. I take it as personal. It's fine. All right. When I get off, <laughs> we're getting off subject here. But um, yeah, Jay, what's up? Okay, so let's let's fast forward from the year twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty three. Yeah. DJ's heading to California. He's actually leaving the day this podcast drops on Thursday. Uh, Alvin's going to be there for like a week. He's going to do the whole rounds. He's going to go to SmackDown. Of course, the two-day Mania tour. He's going to go to Raw. So he's going to all that, right? TJ Are you going to NXT doing... too? No. Uh, I don't feel like watching an event at 10 a.m. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I, that's I'm why I want to talk about that's yeah. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Here's my thing, though. Would I want to have a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning and watch wrestling? Probably. It's re- but think of it. It's really 1 o'clock. One o'clock here, but there ten, I'm all set. All and right. NXT, I didn't do it last year. I said, eh, I'm not gonna do it. Let's be real, it's gonna be on Monday Night Raw. They did that last year. You bought a fifty dollar ticket. All of a sudden, the main event was on Raw the next uh, two nights later, which was a joke. I'm like, well, that this is, is why the I best. Avoided. That is the best day, the day after WrestleMania. Hell yeah, everybody comes out. Hell yeah. So TJ's doing the whole nine yards. He's ready. He's pumped. Uh, and. So we're, we went on. Uh, so myself and Peter, we're looking. We're looking at BetOnline.com. It has some wrestling props yep. uh, for WrestleMania. So we're gonna kind of go a little bit of a rapid fire here and talk about it with TJ. He can give his insight, what he thinks. So a little bit of a background here with TJ. Um, TJ is somebody that look. He's a WWE diehard, right? Absolute diehard. Um, so he's he's usually good at predicting. He's usually good at predicting. He does not like to predict because then he finds himself rooting in that match and he doesn't want that. He thinks it takes away the value of which he goes the story in there. It takes man. away the storyline. It takes away his 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 unbiased view. Instead, now he comes biased because he's picking it. So we're sort of holding his feet to the fire here, which kind of sucks, but you can forget bring what you on. said in this podcast. So bring it on. So I think we'll probably start off with this, Peter, uh, unless you disagree here, but let's talk about title changes. Uh, According to Bet Online, they are set that line at over or under three and a half. So TJ, the line has went down since we last chatted about this a couple hours ago. It yeah. dropped from four and a half to three and a half. So you like the over when we were talking previously? Do you still you like sleep- the over at four and a half? Well, no, at the time, well, no, because here's my thing. I I was kind of like neutral. It's like okay, it, it could be four, but now it's three and a half. The over is gonna hit. No, I think really the over is hitting. I think so. Well, th- here's how I'm looking at it. There's no shot that Theory's losing. That's I'm, definitely there. He is gonna lose. No, want to put money on it? I'll put. Do I actually want to put money? We yeah. haven't. Okay. We have. We haven't got to the theory Cena fight. So okay. Right, no. Right, what right, I'm saying right, is okay. that when you look, when I look at the title picture, uh, for a lot of the stories, uh, I don't see it really playing out. I know for a fact the women's tag team titles are not on the line, but I know the Usos. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, for the uh, unified tag titles are gonna be on the line. Um, that's definitely gonna happen with the uh with the fan popularity, uh, for one of the teams. 
uh, in that match. Um, the, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships, I think it's a coin flip uh, either way. Either way you look at it, uh, when you look at the Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair match, honestly, you're going to get five stars no matter what. This is the second time they're going up against each other at WrestleMania. So you're going to see a classic there. Uh, Bianca versus Asuka, um, again, another, I feel like it's going to be a classic match, maybe even a clinic, especially with Asuka with this new character uh, coming out. I think this we could possibly see a title change there. Same thing on the SmackDown women's end. I could, it could be a hit or miss there. Would I bet on it? Uh, I would say, yeah, I would probably do the over, uh, over three and a half. So you're feeling, that. you're feeling the over. Yeah, I feel, I feel it's going to be that way. Even, uh, even with the main event too, that we'll, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that prediction. In a moment. Yeah. That's why I feel like this is kind of a tough question to kind of start with because it's like, it's kind of already giving away a lot of answers. I know. So I probably you know shouldn't I mean? start about that, but that's hey, okay. Whatever. No, but that's why um, I just thought it. No, I just thought you're good. Let's pivot to the WWE United States Championship match, which Peter and TJ kind of already started to get into. Uh, That's between Austin Theory and John Cena. Austin Theory is heavily favored at minus 400, according to Bet Online. And John Cena, of course, everybody knows who he is at this juncture, is an underdog here at plus 250. I want to hear, I want to hear Pierce, I want to hear. this story and i've known i've studied theory for a while he's our, our age jay he's our mm-hmm. age and he's getting a top match something that we could see later on that could have been seen later on as a real passing the torch example being like a john cena versus the rock or a rock versus hulk Hogan. that this could have been a match years down the road we could have waited for but they waited now reasons because john cena is ready to kind of hang it up he doesn't want to be that retired guy that comes back part-time and not give it all he said that, and even he tweeted that out. So that's just how I'm kind of looking at it. I'll explain more, but Pete, I want to hear your thoughts. So listen, the only reason why I say that John Cena is going to win, because he'll, he'll get a big pop, obviously, coming out. He'll get a big pop if he wins. And then I, he'll just drop it on Raw to some NXT guy that's debuting the next day. And a stupid open challenge, and then he'll just put somebody over, whoever it is. I don't know any NXT guys, but... And Austin Theory doesn't need that win. I mean, he he can obviously is he doesn't he doesn't though. Theory does. I I don't think to, he does. to put his spot on the top of the card to be a player in this game. I think he definitely needs the win because no, but I, I think he's gonna go to the main event scene eventually. He will. No, that's what I'm saying. That this match is gonna help him. But I, win or loss, I'm gonna tell you right now with this win, it's gonna like throw him up to the top of that list. The only reason why I said that because I think he's just gonna drop it on Raw. To an NXT guy or somebody that's coming back or debuting or whatever. So, but what's a better upset? You have the underdog, you have like a guy like Austin Theory in this match, a young talent. Is that wait, wait, wait? Is this... that going to be, is that on Saturday? This is, open. Is, that on this is open. This is opening up the, the entire opening show. event. This is the opening. They've already confirmed this. Peter, if you did your research, I mean, I mean, where's the WrestleMania uh, episode for CTW? <laughs> What's that? Is this it? Or no, there's a couple coming out, bro. Are they Dylan and TJ recorded? We already uh, recorded. Yeah, it's coming out. Recorded. It's coming out as I'm going to LA. As we're talking, there's episodes already out. Hopefully, they're out. Unfortunately, my editor, the all Paul Holloway, my best friend in the entire world, is doing. We his love thing. Paul. We love, we love Paul. Paul. Peter loves Paul's Paul. Paul's got too. your number now. Paul's yeah, got your does. number now, Jen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I feel like, like I said, not to get sidetracked, but uh, with theory, uh, I think he definitely needs this one. Uh, especially if it's going to be starting off the entire weekend, 
you want an upset. Especially with how the whole card plays out. You need something that's going to be like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. This is gonna. This is how this weekend's going to go. And if it's in favor of John, hey, good for him. Hey, I'll take the loss on that bet. All right. But I, I think the kid's got it all. $10, I'll Venmo. I'll Venmo. You're going to Venmo me while I'm there? You buy me a beer? Yeah, I'll buy it on uh, Sunday because obviously Deal. it's two days. All right, look at that friendly wager. All right, let's move on here. Let's talk a little bit about the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship match winner. So this particular event could be the headline on Saturday. TJ was thinking about that. Oh, it definitely uh, is. Yeah, so there's been multiple rumors and conversations um, that I've read and I've also talked about with a, uh, a couple of people on CTW and in the industry. With Sami Zayn's popularity uh, on the rise, it's kind of uh, in mirror to like a Daniel Bryan how it was like the yes movement. But in this case, uh, we're seeing it play out in a tag team role. The real story behind this wasn't uh, Roman versus Sammy. It was all about Jay Uso versus Sammy Zayn. That's the real story, that that connection. If you followed the story a year ago to the day, that's how it all, that's how it all came about. So with so, this, what's up? Oh, sorry, I was going to, hang on. Let me read the odds quick. Uh, yeah, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is heavily favored in this at minus 3,000. And then the Uso brothers are heavy underdogs at plus 800. So looking at the odds and like kind of looking at how I'm kind of figuring this match, it's it's kind of a no-brainer to say Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away for later. But like I have a question. If, if is Solo going to be doing double with the Usos and Roman? Or is Solo going to just be for Roman? Probably doing double duty. Wouldn't surprise me if he did double duty. It's on both. It's on two nights. No, right. They're right, going to start right, off right, night right. one. You know, it's like two nights. You're going to see him no matter what, the entire time. Uh, but when it comes, like I said, when it comes to the story, the the story really played out and really captured the audience and the um, the real uh, fantasy of it. Like, okay, like this is just a modern drama between two best friends trying to come back together to win one thing. That they oh, yeah, both no, never no. done for sure. That's tag team championship. Yeah, for sure. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will win. That's um, guaranteed that's a million percent. Wow. So you're taking the heavy underdog here. Oh no, you're taking the heavy no, favorite. The favorite. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, favorite. yeah, yeah, yeah for they're, sure. the, they're the favorite. Because like everybody will, you included, TJ. You'll leave the event being like, "What the hell is up?" And it'll be a sour taste in your mouth. Whatever the first event. Well, first so everybody since December was like, "Okay, it's gonna be Sami Zayn in the main event." Oh, it's going to be Sami Zayn in the main event versus Roman Reigns. No, that's not how it's going to play out. You had Kevin Owens be the first layer to go. Then, well, everybody wanted him to win in Montreal. Correct. I knew that. I knew that wasn't going to happen. No, that wasn't going to happen either. No. But like, and especially for a major title change like that with the record that Roman Reigns has had. No, no, no. You want it on the biggest stage. You want it in the biggest audience, and you want it with the biggest payday. No, right. That's why that, that's why he's gonna win because you get the fans to be like exactly. Oh, nice. Think about the money that's gonna be made this weekend. No, right. Think about that. Nuts. He better shave his head though. Ooh, Sammy? Yeah. No. No, I like the flow. I like the flow. We're, we're, all right. But uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of my like a lot of great matches on this card this year. That's 13 matches overall. Uh, with two showcase matches, um, they're all they're all good, but like three of them. So there, uh, no, there's there's a there's a couple bangers in there, and when you want to talk banger after banger after banger, Peter, you know where I'm going with that, right? 
So I think I know where I think you know where you're going with that. So let's talk about the match I care about, and I think a lot of other people care about. Undisputed Universal Championship: Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns. This is going to be the main event. Cody Rhodes is a heavy favorite at minus five fifty, and Roman Reigns, who we are big fans of, is plus three twenty five. Well, there's certain people that are big fans. I'll go right. I'll go right now because if you go on the other side, that's crazy that Roman Reigns is plus three twenty five. I know Cody Rhodes is the most over person ever. And that will is going to be amazing. But, like, I said this to Jay before you came on. Roman is so close to 1,000. I don't think they'll – I mean, Cody Cody doesn't need this win. Maybe, maybe for later. Like, somebody can come out after Roman wins. I think Roman's going to win. I'll bet you any money on that. Oof. You think Cody's going to win? See, this is why – so, this like what Jay said before, this is why – he doesn't want to pick uh, this it's match. Hard. It's no, hard. It's hard for me to predict. No, no. I, I'm going. I have a pick. I have a pick in mind. I haven't even said on my own pod yet. Uh, but I have a pick in mind uh, for a reason for this pick is because I've followed this guy's story for six years. From going from undesirable to undeniable. Watching his stuff on the independents. Watching his stuff when he was at AEW. Like how his characters developed. How he's changed his way of looking at pro wrestling is amazing. Especially with the family history. I'm going Cody Rhodes in that match. No, I agree, though, because, like, you know? if Roman doesn't – or if Roman wins, who is he going to drop it to? So there's been rumors going around. Like, there's another rumor going around. I don't believe it for It's going to be, like, Randy. But like, no, so The Rock might make an appearance. That's yeah, But I've they're going to save that for way later. For next year. For next yeah. year. Right. That's, again, what I've heard for a rumor. Again, does it affect the title? No. Does it affect Roman versus Rock story? Yes. Again, we're talking speculation. We're talking about rumors. Rumors are not real until proven. Cody uh, Cody Rhodes last year was a big rumor for wrestling, especially going into WrestleMania. I knew he was coming back. It was written everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And especially with this year finishing the story, which is his big, which has been the big headline for this year's WrestleMania, is finishing the story. This year, I think Cody finally gets that. And finally gets the opportunity to say like something that Rhodes has never done is hold the WWE. I just don't think that Rhodes will win clean though. It's either gonna be Jay that's gonna do it, Solo's gonna do it, Sammy will do it, Kevin might do it, they all might do it, Paul Heyman might do it. I don't think he's gonna win clean. That's a possibility. But if you want that real moment, and that's what WrestleMania has always been about, is those moments. For WrestleMania, it's always had those moments. You take a look at Daniel Bryan, his big moment for WrestleMania. You look at Bret Hart, he had the big moment. This is a hero's welcome home and a hero's, like, you know, journey. Especially for a guy like Cody Rhodes, who who was a journeyman for the last six years, traveling all over the world, building his craft. Like I said, building his, you know, fan base even more to where it's like, okay, now we have to see this. You have to finish this story, and it has to come out. Obviously, this is going to be a main event. I got to see how the rest of the card comes out because if it's every like fan favorite, it's definitely going to be Roman because every. Well, that's where I'm kind of that's where I'm kind of um, iffy on a bunch of the other matches. Like again, like with Oscar Bianca, that's it's a hit or miss on that. Like I said, same thing with Charlotte versus uh, Rhea as well. Then again, another hit or miss. The six woman tag between uh, Damage Control, uh, Lita, Trish, and uh, Becky Lynch. That could be a hit or miss either way. No matter what, all these matches, these 13 matches are going to fill the minds and fill, like, you know, the hearts of those 100 plus thousand people in attendance. One of myself included at a, at a 50 yard line at WrestleMania because some people could have joined 
in this journey and this adventure to California. Jamie did say that last time. I have I have I have audio proof that some people said they say who but someone on a pombo and Peter's picks. Yeah, you know what? We ended we all yeah. You took an L. You took an Where's L. it next year? It's Philadelphia. That's that's way Jay, we're going. Yeah, but going from a hundred plus thousand to like fifty, sixty thousand. The feeling of a room, dude. Last year, being in attendance for, for seventy thousand people, it's it's my it's like words for me can't describe how exciting this is. No, it is. Don't laugh. No, no, I know. No, you I laugh. know. You're just, you laugh. You're like out of you're like a loss of a word. It is because I do it. That's why I love wrestling. That's why I love I it because it's just it's weird. Look, everybody knows. Obviously, it's fake. Yes, I know it's fake. But for some, this is just like a way for people to kind of escape. And that's why I call it. That's why I love to say, tell people it's an escape from reality. If you can escape for 10 minutes from reality with all the BS bullshit that's going on. I know I've been swearing on this thing. I don't know if you guys swear or not. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, good. With all the bullshit that's going on in this world, what's 10 minutes away from, from reality? Look, you're going to have a great time. It's oh, a great yeah. card. Now, let me pivot to this here. Yeah. What will I will go with this? Give me one bold prediction for WrestleMania. TJ will run onto the field. That's bold. yeah, and get suspended. Um, he gets suspended, expelled, expelled from that suspended, thrown in jail, thrown in jail, thrown in jail. Media credentials for me will be suspended from ABC. <laughs> you might get fired. <laughs> I might get fired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um. One bold prediction. Um, well, it's kind of an obvious one that the record will be broken uh, for attendance. I think that's a bold prediction. I think it's going to happen. But a real bold prediction, screw it. Pat McAfee is somewhat in attendance. How about I that? I like it. No, he's going like to commentate. It. No, we'll commentate for sure. All right, like actually, it. even better one. Even better one. Ooh, he's giving us three bold predictions. L.A. Knight has a match at WrestleMania. Jay, you got to look this guy up. Isn't it stupid that they're in the battle royal on Friday? It's a lead up for a match. You watch. This is this is going to be a lead up for a match. I'm not kidding. This is a bold the, prediction, Peter. Bold prediction. L. A. Knight goes on to WrestleMania in Hollywood in L. A. All right. That's my prediction right there. Now that's a good prediction. I got one last thing for you. I like the three bold predictions. Okay. One last point. What will be the best match and why? See, I could be that guy and say the main event because it's like that's the reason that people are there. That's the reason for the big payday for a lot of these guys. I don't think it will be though. No, no, that's that's where I'm kind of like I could say Omas versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, I could. Oh my! No, I'm kidding. No, that's a terrible match. Um, I think the one match that I think is going to steal the show is the Intercontinental Championship. When I was saying banger after banger after banger. Wrong, wrong, match. wrong. When Seth that Rollins is... comes out, when Seth Rollins comes out with the Yoda hat on, if you know, you know, because of Logan Paul, if you know, you know, that would be the best match. No. Seth, I could see it as a match. I could see it as a good match. He's going to come out with the Yoda, Yoda hat. It... Him in Japan, and he'll come out with that. If that's your, if that's yours, that's yours. But no, a real answer is Dominic versus Ray. 
that's a good match too. That's another good match. The story between those two has been built for a while now. It'll be in the There's so many good matches, but the intercontinental. What's that? Yeah, I'm going to all. I'm going to it all. If you listen to the first part of this episode, I'm going to it all. Well, you didn't say that. I didn't say that. He said it. I didn't. I didn't mention the hall. But yeah, I did say all. Smackdown either way. Smackdown either way. It's going for it. Um, it's fine. Um, when it comes to the story for the Intercontinental Championship, it was a five star match last year, the first for in a in a while for WWE between Gunther and Sheamus had a five-star classic. It was a clinic. If you watch that match back, it was hard-hitting because these two guys know how to fight. And now you add Drew McIntyre into the mix, the storytelling is unbelievable. A triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, the betting odds for that match weren't weren't too bad. I believe it was Gunther at plus 100, Sheamus at plus 120, and then Drew McIntyre at plus 300. One person I see walking out of that as champion is Sheamus. You can make that a bold prediction. That's another bold prediction. I'll say that too. Sheamus is walking out as a Grand Slam champion after this is all said and done. It was a tease back in September for the bigger moment at WrestleMania. All right, one last question. Why isn't Gunther facing Brock Lesnar? No setup in the Royal Rumble? Like, yeah, but you can always lead that back to later are on. Are saving it road. for somewhere else? That, but I've also heard um, multiple sources uh that brock lesnar's done after this especially with the story between him and omas i've heard that i've never gone i've heard that so many times though after roman after i know no i know like i mean but with brock i think this time around you can tell especially with what happened in providence he did his segment walked out got on his plane and left he does not care about this story he does not care. No, because he, I thought it was the only be, reason I thought it was going to be Bobby, and obviously he's in the stupid battle royal. Well, Bobby was supposed to face Bray. Yeah, but Bray sucks. Well, Bray is just also internally injured, which I feel is a work. Which it could be a work. I mean, Bray's everything that's been going. Bray, Bray's stupid. Bray's boring. Bro, storytelling is amazing. Believe me, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It hasn't got off in that's like five years. Dude, I'm telling you, his storytelling ability. If they gave him full creative behind it i think it'd be i think he would have a phenomenal career a better career in wwe if they didn't release him i feel like they would have pushed him to the freaking moon but again personal issues personal issues aside he's still a great talent great storyteller compared to a lot of the guys in wwe that can't tell a story for shit really you have a lot of guys that can't tell a story for shit and you got this guy who's going out of his way to tell a phenomenal story. Did he get put in a, like, a shitty situation or a shitty match with Mountain Dew pitch black? Yes, Jason, you saw that match. Oh, yes, I did. That was a, a highlighter freaking match. Yeah. But his storytelling for that match versus LA Knight popped the line. You have two great storytellers going at it. The match didn't help it, but the story built that match entirely or helped it to get to a peak where they should have, you know, put on a better match of classic. But it happens. All right. Well, that was a nice WrestleMania preview, Peter. What do you think? Hell yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a low-key diehard wrestling fan. I will be watching WrestleMania. Good. TJ, I hope I see you on camera somewhere. Like I guess at 50-yard line. Yeah. Peter's going to be there. I'll be, I'll be looking for you. So. Yeah, I get Peter, it. I'll, br- I'll bring a sign. No, I'll actually do it. Like, I'll, I'll be looking for you. I'll bring, I'll bring a sign that says, Peter, I'm not dead. There you go. Is it on Peacock? It yeah. is on Peacock. Yep, it is on Peacock. I pay for Peacock, so, I mean, it's free, so. You pay for the cock? 
I do. Of course he does. You do too, so you can't be saying that. Ah, I know I do. Well, Peter, it, it, Peter, ready to have some fun with TJ? Uh, TJ, what's in the show? Or there's a real yeah, thing. I, just, I mean, I don't listen. I, I'm too, dude, All right, I'm too, five questions I'm, not I'm about. Again. Yeah, five questions not about football. You think Carr, Matt, Dylan, well, Justin, who else was on this? That's it, right? We've had Noah. Did you say Noah? Noah. Yeah. All right, where do you think TJ rank will rank? Oh, he'll be number one. Uh, he'll be, no, he'll be number two because Dylan's answer is always number one. Yeah, but Carr was really bad that one time. Okay, so was bad explain because... to me what we're doing here. We'll All right, five questions not about football. You cannot think about the answer. You can't take a long pause. You can obviously think, but like... You can't be sitting over... here for two minutes yeah. talking about it. Oh, right? no. No. no, you can't. It's rapid fire. Uh, okay. Rapid fire. All right. All right. Peter, I'll let you lead off. All right, number one. This is a softball, two-part question. Obviously, you're going to California. What's your favorite... What's your most anticipated not WrestleMania? So, like, what do you want to do when you're game. there? Going to open Wait day. till he says the question, Albert. All right, yeah, I'm just on. answering. No. What, what, what's your most – yeah, what are you looking forward to? And then, like, what's your best food that you're going to, like, want to go in California? Okay, so, I mean, like I said, Dodgers. I'm sorry, Pete. I should have let you finish. Oh, right, you're going to Do- – uh... Yeah, I'm going to opening day. As soon as I land, unpacking, going to uh, – getting footage for my, uh, for my video for ABC6 – and then going right to the Dodgers, uh, doing a tour and stuff at the the opening day game. So I'm excited for that. Uh, food wise, um, a couple of different people have sent me a couple of different lists on what to try and what not to try. There was a sushi place. I forget what it is. It's like it. It's I guess like a hole in the wall. I feel what it is, but that's kind of what kind of something I was looking forward to. I went on a hike with what somebody. a Mexican restaurant too. I might try Mexican. Maybe that's I'll just get California about. pizza. You know, I'll just get California pizza. In and out, I'm definitely doing. In and out, I'm definitely. Yeah, you did that in Vegas. I did it in Vegas, but still, but in the West, I mean, uh, I mean, the West Coast. Uh, I mean, am I up, Peter? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so name me three locations that deserve a WrestleMania that haven't had one before. <laughs> oh, okay, that haven't. Oh, um, all right, uh, Minnesota. Oh man. Um... Take it to Guam. Uh, I'll say Washington, D.C. I'll say Washington, D.C. And then I'll say Maryland. Okay. I don't I don't like the third one, but I like the top two. That was good. Yeah, you didn't say Fenway. I'm shocked. Well, because the Boston has hosted. Boston or has Ju- played host. Or Gillette. Well, yeah, no, I'm Gillette. saying, well, you guys said not to say anything that's hosted, like something that hasn't hosted. Boston has technically hosted. I was looking at it statewide. I was looking at it statewide. Uh, okay, all right. All right. That's how I was looking at it. But if you wanted me to, I would have said Gillette Stadium. I would have right. said Fenway Park. Okay. I'm Peter? Trying to do it. I'm trying to get real with this answer. All right? Peter? Oh, All right, number three. First, first thing that comes to mind. Don't even think about it. CTW. Me. All right, good answer. That is a good answer. There you go. Not what I was expecting. Gonna, what were you, what you expecting? expecting? What were you expecting? Actually, no, that's probably true. Yeah, that's. You, I don't think you put enough thought into yeah. that question, I guess, Peter. Not at all. That's not a lot. I like. I love the rapid fire, though. I this appreciate is, it. You can't think. This is how it goes. Brilliant. All right, Alba, number four. Name me your top five favorite zoo animals. Elephant, alligator, crocodile, what? koala, and kangaroo. Oh, where's the red panda on that? See, he doesn't have the red panda. What's this fake? And right, number yep. and number five. Time zone cannot be a answer. What is your least 
what are you looking least about uh, California? And flight can't be an answer to because that's an easy answer to. Jeez. Okay. Um. Jeez. All right. I'll say the drive. The drives I'm gonna make. Sorry. Looked up. I looked up from my hotel to Crypto Arena. It's like 45 minutes. How is it from just traffic? Sofa? Just traffic. What is it? Just traffic. To SoFi, well, to write to so I'm 10 minutes away from SoFi walking. I chose Are you going to walk? I, said, I, I would walk. I think I'm going to walk because I'm, I'm, walk. Already, I, I'm going to walk from my hotel to SoFi. I'm going to see if there's a shuttle. Because I found, because I'm like, I'm not paying $80 for part. I mean, I Or would. even after, that's going to be so bad. You know? Well, I know a couple people that are going. I'm going to try to see if maybe we can just carpool and just like pay the parking. Like, screw it. I don't care. Either way, I'm going to be there early as hell. There you go. I'm going to be there super early, so screw it. I got a bonus question, TJ. Oh, bonus. Oh. Peter, do I have permission? Oh, I have a bonus question too, if you don't ask it. So there you go. Okay. All right, yeah. TJ, what is it? If you could get back into a wrestling ring, give me two opponents. I'd like two opponents. Two opponents? I mean, you're getting kicked off the Zoom call. Can't be, can't be anyone in this call. Can't be anyone. Uh, I would say current CTW champ, obviously notorious Rambo Godfrey. Uh, okay. I think me and him would have a good match. And then... Honestly, Chris Blackheart. Yes. Promoter yes. for Showcase Pro Wrestling. I think that would be a... Uh... Can you actually make that happen, please? It's not me. It's not... See, that's no, not I know. Saying. That's not... No, like, no, but I've thought about it, and I think I've said it to you guys. I think, I think I've think i said it to a couple other people. I think a story between myself and him, I think, would be fun. I, look, I could have sent anybody in the world, but I said two guys... That are local to me, and two guys that are close personally when it comes to. Oh, they were solid answers. Yeah, they were solid like, answers. Current, my current champion. Even though, yes, I am. There's, there's, a, there's a thing there in between, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> current CTW champion one, and then obviously one of my closest friends in pro wrestling, other than Paul, um, is Chris Blackheart uh, for wrestling, and even for life in this. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think we'd have a good story to tell. Um, Screw it. Put it out there to the universe. That's all you can do. Just put it out there to the universe and see where it takes it. All right. I like it. Peter, what was your bonus question before we wrap up here? Are you going to bring the – I know that the CW championship is obviously occupied. The what? Any championship are you going to bring? What are you going to bring this uh, – Yeah, you're bringing a belt, yeah. Yeah, no, are you going to bring a belt? this year. No, nah, my luggage is too big this Seriously? year. Seriously? Wow, I'm I got equipment. I got equipment. I figured year. you'd at least bring it. I'm surprised. No, so I, I told myself this year it's like I want I thought about it. I'd rather I want to enjoy it this year. Because last year, like the last two years, we I didn't enjoy it. You're gonna wear it. You're gonna be like, <laughs> wait, really? No, no, no. It's just like, dude, that thing's a bitch to carry. I love it. Peter, but it's a take bitch it. to carry. Oh, okay. take. Just imagine a certain situation that you're in and you're saying to yourself, I gotta go. You gotta go to the bathroom, yeah. And you gotta, that was your you issue, gotta yeah. figure it out. You got to figure out, and you're by yourself. That's true. Because, like I said, I do these trips by myself and until apparently until next year when it's in Philadelphia. Well, again, again everybody you got, you wants got to a, go. You got a weapon just in case somebody shady. Taxio. Taxio. Yeah. Well, no, what was cool about it last year when I brought it? Um, well, actually, the last two years with two different titles. Uh, funny story. I actually can reconnected with this family out of Denver. Um, I was in line last year. There was this, uh, this guy's one of his friends and his kid. And we were just talking. We talked for a straight hour. I got there early, and we're talking. We took pictures. We, he took pictures with me, with the title, uh, with me for the pod. He actually just sent them to me recently. He's like, hey, I wish I could go. Just certain personal situations happen, but I want to tell you I love the podcast. I love what you're doing, and I love following you on social media. And I was like, dude, I appreciate that. 
and it was just a lot of fun. I, I made connections like left and right last year with a bunch of different people. Other than that, just one story to kind of put it out because uh, I just recently got those photos. Um, but the first year I did it, brought the bell with me. I always said to myself, I want to be that mark, bring a good title. But it was like, I'm also proud of my company. I got other ways I'm going to be proud of my company, This uh, my my CTW branding, my, my three letters that I love. Peter, he, he's going to have, uh, you know, the Batman symbol. You know, the Batman symbol. Oh, he's going to have CTW in the sky. I mean, how did you guys know? I paid thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars for just CTW. I'm gonna look lights. up. I'm gonna be like, "Is that the moon?" No, that's CJ. <laughs> no, I, I paid for uh, I paid for advertising on Peacock. I swear. Yeah. I paid for full advertising only only to your two houses. Only to us. Yes. No, but it's just I'm excited. But if anything, I'm repping three other letters this year. That also means something to me. Recently, ABC. Good plug. Good plug. Check out. <laughs> No, 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 actually, I'm not even joking. All about around. clicks. Catch out. No, 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 I'm not even joking around. Check out TJ and the 11 o'clock news or wherever as articles, as reels, anything. Articles. Like, yeah. articles. Oh, no, it's not articles, but like the videos on there. Yeah, Peter, I had, no. a thing, I had a thing up. I had a thing set up to plug, but you hit most of it. And TJ, oh. what's your social medias and what's CTW socials? Uh, it's at TJ Album One. Oh, you're talking CTW. Oh, it's uh, Cheap Wrestling. I, I, I said both. That's fine. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I just want to plug mine first. So yeah, so like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so follow me at TJ Album One. Um, actually, I got a new video coming out. I think Thursday, uh, for Six Flags, if I can get it cleared. Is this before or after the CTW episode? During. Well, Oof. this is also separate. This is also separate. Oh, during. Well, during. During. again, I got dude. I got a bunch of things going I'm on. A, I'm gonna be listening. I will be me and Peter. I'll be. Listening. I'll be actually listening. See if yeah, we're we're consistent on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I, I'll tell you. I've been super dude with, with my schedule now. It's been crazy busy. We'll see. We'll see if you said what you said on this pod and the other pod. Listen, you're a good sport about it. Matt, take notes. Dylan, take notes. See you next week, Peter. Take notes. See you next week. Stay home.